God. What an absolute fucking dud of a game one that was. It was probably as bad as it could have gone. That was like that first period was the worst period this Leafs team has ever played. Ever. All season. It hurt my soul watching it, honestly. Like that was the most lackluster, could give a fuck, shaking in your fucking pansy red booties effort I've ever seen. After all the things they said this season about, oh, all the playoffs is what matters, and you know we're ready, and things are different, and then they go out and fucking lay an egg like that, dude. Don't even insult eggs that way. Eggs at least taste good. Like that's just it. Just lay a scrambled egg that went rotten. Yeah, it's rotten. (laughs) (laughs) That went rotten before it was laid. Like it's just. It was just so, like, there was no redeeming factors at all. That first period was so, so, so bad. And you know what? I'm kind of eating my own fucking words from our our last episode and how I said that, you know, oh, I think Aston Reese is going to be the butt of the playoffs. (laughs) Fuck me, right? Because he ends up being the first Awful, awful, awful mistake that leads to a goal that opens the floodgates to the worst Leaf playoff game in our lifetime. (laughs) Literally in our lifetime. That was the worst Leaf playoff game in our lifetime. It was. Name a worse one. I'll wait. I'll wait. Game seven against the Bruins in 2019. This was worse. We lost like 7-0 in game seven. Sorry, what year did you say? 2019. We did not lose seven nothing in, in game seven. Well, we got fucking bang. Not seven three. <laughs> we did not give it up seven goals. I cannot remember the last time we gave up seven goals in a playoff game. We haven't given up seven goals all year. I don't think. We definitely have. Have we? Yeah. We definitely have. Well, three goals in the first period is unacceptable, and unfortunately, Zach Aston Reese. Made one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen in your own end, which is backhanded in the high slot to nobody, which of course leads to a goal because it leads to a scramble and everybody's like, what the fuck just happened? And then it's in the back of our net. And that that opened the floodgates, really. And that was like, it was an abysmal period. I felt bad for Sammy. Like, it's not like he played great, but also that first period wasn't his fault. Well, he, he started behind the eight ball, right? Like, yeah. if the guys in front of you look nervous as fuck, how on earth are you going to be confident in your own game? Well, yeah, especially for a guy who's, like, still trying to find his footing in the playoffs. Like, he, yeah, he's not, like, he's not, he doesn't, he, of course, Sportsnet showed his playoff record was, like, one and eight. Yep. One and nine now. And it's like, really? You guys had to, had to throw that in there? I mean, you expect anything less from those fuckers? But it's tough when a veteran guy like Zach Asenreese, who has won cups, it's not like he's the last guy you would expect to do something that stupid that early in a game. He's also a guy who's like known for his defense. I know. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. And it was just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
because that was that was the beginning of the end for this whole game that set the tone for the entire game was that abysmal play the leafs beat themselves tonight literally and i mean you know, you know we, we'll get into the second period but we're <laughs> oh man well we will get into the second period but that first period was the worst period of hockey the leafs have ever played in the Matthews Marner era. Also, we lost seven two to the Islanders in March, so we have eleven seven goals this year. Yeah, that's bad to the Islanders too. Yeah, yeah. But this is playoffs, man. Yeah, no, this and is the he- worst playoff <laughs> loss we've we've seen. I, I also went back and looked. We lost five one to the Bruins in twenty nineteen game seven, which is also not great. But this is worse. Now, I've seen a ton of Leaf fans trying to find a silver lining here and saying that, oh, yeah, well, the Leafs spanked the, the Lightning last year 5 nothing in Game 1. Fair. <laughs> but here's the difference. We've had home ice both times, and now we just coughed it up. Both times. Yeah. I was even thinking before the series, like, maybe this is the one time the Leafs will actually go up 2-0 because if you look, think about all these first-round exits – We've never gone up 2-0. Even the Montreal series, we weren't up 2-0. We've literally never been up 2-0. Well, I don't know what it is, man, but for some reason, we just cannot start a playoff game on time, or at least a playoff series. Like, game ones are shit. Other than last year. Yeah, but, well, that whole series was a wash because we lost. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like, we got halfway through that second period and I don't know. Oh, 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 we're tapping into the second period here because I got a lot to say about the second period. A lot. Now, the Leafs started off the second period right, which is what we would expect because if I was Sheldon Keefe in between the first and the second, I would have thrown a garbage can across that room. I would have broken every fucking whiteboard they had. I would have emptied bottles of Gatorade all over the floor and just said, that's what you played like in that first period. And that's, that's it no. to give a visual rep- representation of how they played. I mean, if he and wanted to really do a visual representation, he should have just, I'd take a that. dump, take a <laughs> exactly. giant dump <laughs> in, in the set. center of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I was, of course, talking about what Shelf Keep might have actually done. <laughs> I think the chances of a coach, an NHL coach, taking a dump in the center of the room are slipping. Right on the logo. <laughs> oh, man. Like, if that doesn't get you fired, I don't know what does. <laughs> Maybe he's thinking, fuck it. If Dewis is gone after this year, I'm probably following him. <laughs> I mean, he, he might have a point, but. <laughs> No, in all realism, that's what I hope he did. It's just not not, not take a shit on the logo, (laughs) but get mad, like yell at these fucking guys for that pathetic first period performance. And I guarantee he said something to that effect because they came out flying in that second period. They did. Well, yeah, we, we like evened up the shots. We got the two power play goals. And we were right there. It was 20. The shots were 20 to 20. And it was 3-2. And then somehow the shots were 29 to 20. And we were down 6-3. Oh, yeah. Because it all started with a fucking penalty call 
for a cross check with one hand. Did you know that you can cross check people apparently in the NHL with one hand? I didn't know. Like how many times have we talked about cross checking in the NHL and how it's the most undercalled penalty in the entire league and it's so dangerous and how people always get stick it sticks in the ribs and it leads to back injuries and it leads to all kinds of other injuries and then they call a one-handed push like the stick didn't even touch the guy he literally pushed fall. him he pushed him from behind with one hand and it got called a cross check yeah i don't know how the f- how the fuck are you calling that on Luke Shen? Is it because it's Luke Shen? Maybe. I like. I didn't think he had that bad a reputation. <laughs> I mean, the David Camp slashing wasn't much better. At least it was the right call. But like, oh my god, that was a soft slash makeup call, really, for McCabe crushing the guy there. Oh man. That was great. I mean, a lot of people thought that was an elbow to the head because his elbow followed through, but his elbow never touched his head. Although, because he is so much bigger than the guy, yeah, he got a bit ahead in that. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. Like, But, I mean, if I were a ref in a playoff game, I wouldn't have called a penalty on that. I think that's just a huge hit, and circumstance of him being significantly bigger leads to a headshot. And I, I mean, just ask Zidane Ochara. If Zidane Ochara was called for headshots, every hit he ever threw would be a headshot just because he's so fucking big. Oh, we, we know that struggle better than most. I've gotten, I've gotten my fair share of uh, headshot penalties. Like, you, can, you, you can only bend down so low. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm already bending my knees, but if they bend down, I can't go any further. <laughs> Otherwise, so what, I'm just he, sitting on the ice. So what? Is he going to be unhittable? Because, no. <laughs> But that I think that was actually a really great play from Jake McCabe, a statement play to, to really get the boys back into it, to show a little bit of grit, a little bit of toughness, a little mm-hmm. bit of resilience. And then that like that call, like that call on Shen was really a turning point in the game because they scored on that power play on one of the worst penalty calls I've ever seen in my entire life. Because you literally can't cross-check somebody with one hand. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. I mean, maybe it's just like a... <laughs> and yet, it was the hand that wasn't on the stick that caused the penalty. <laughs> that did the pushing. It was the free hand that pushed. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, that one leaves you wondering, like, what the fuck was the ref smoking? Something. Something really good. Something oh, strong. They definitely went to BC. <laughs> oh, man. That was some underground shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just... Yeah, but I mean, it's no surprise that it's like you get three power plays for the Lightning in a row as soon as the Leafs start to get back into it. Like, the Leafs are within one goal. Oh, better give the Leafs three power plays in a row. And it's like the camp one immediately followed the cross check, which is also that's so that's two bad calls in a row, and that changes the entire game. Because yes, the bunting call, yeah, but you can't do that. <laughs> that and you know what? As much as I was wrong about Aston Reese being the bud, so far I'm fucking dead on about Michael Bunting being the dud. That's true. Yeah, you nailed that. Because I, I literally said he's going to do something irresponsible, and that was 
that was hella that was irresponsible. it hella irresponsible man does it get you can't any additional, el- the additional submarine just because it's michael bunting and it's the leafs yes absolutely but i guarantee if that was a bruins player that's no call because apparently he's probably going to get three because it's michael bunting and the leafs that would be oh, absurd. He- it would be but would you you put it past the nhl no, because they have no consistency at all. None at all. That's the thing. I don't know what they should get. I don't know because I, I, there's zero I, I consistency. I swear they just like put their hand into a hat and just like three games. Yeah, they they talk about the draft lottery. I, I swear to God, they do a fucking draft lottery for suspensions. <laughs> it seems like it. It's just like what, what are the odds on Michael Bunting? Oh yeah, eighty percent. Yeah, we'll just throw him into the game and throw him into the the pile here, and we'll see what how many games he gets. It'll keep it exciting for you know the people in the office. Fuck off, man! Like I don't think because of when the play happened. Like you're talking halfway through this, he missed half a game already because it was yeah. like a, a match penalty. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should be penalized any further than that, but knowing the NHL and knowing bunting and knowing the Leafs, he'll probably get suspended two games. Like the hit itself while bad didn't have any like malicious intent. No. And well, he played it off very well by not even looking at the guy, but yeah, like, the bottom line is he elbowed him in the face when he didn't have the puck. It's like, well, I like, I have no issue with him calling the five minute major. It's fine. It is what it is. But like to suspend him further after that, I think is a little aggressive. But the other question is, does he just lose his spot in the lineup for for Matthew Nyes? Absolutely. Well, I think before that happened, Zach Aston Reese was losing his spot in the lineup for Matthew Nyes. Mm. He didn't play for a long time after that first goal. He wouldn't have played again for me up to me. Would have sat his ass on the bench and say, "You can watch the rest of the game. No backhands in your own zone." Learn that well, select. I think Keith is going to use this as an opportunity, you know, to see what happens with Bunting. And if something happens with Bunting, then he doesn't have to take Aston Reese to the lineup, and he can still put in Nyes. But if something doesn't happen to Bunting, then well, then Aston Reese is getting yanked. Man, I, I, see, but like knowing Keith, I'm almost worried that he'll pull out Matthew, he'll pull out Aston Reese and put in Simmons. It's the wrong move. It wasn't that type of game. I agree, but I just, I don't know. Like, although I do like the passion that Simmons brings, and it would be nice to have a little bit of give a fuck out there. And that was that was kind of where my head was at with it too. Was like the whole, that third period was fucking apathetic. Like there was nothing, it, no it was emotion, beautiful. no give a fuck, no jam, like no anger, like. Yo, how mad do you think Jason Spezza is watching this from the press box? Oh, livid. Like, I don't know how you can go into a third period where you're down big on home ice in game one of the playoffs, and you don't come out with a bunch of piss and vinegar and hit absolutely everything that moves. Literally, why not? What else are you going to do? Like, literally, the only person throwing body checks out there was Nolachari. Yeah. Yo, big shout out to Nolachari. He had a good game. Like, he might be the only guy on the team that had a good game. Maybe Willie. Willie did have an incredible snipe. But, like, Matthews, brutal. Marner? Yeah, Matthew Brutal. Marner, yeah, yeah. He, of course, got on the board with three assists. But it's like, 
you had just just as many stupid turnovers and like like brain fart moments, which seems to be typical playoff Marner. But like, like the the shitty thing is like this game was a microcosm of this entire season because the Leafs don't lose. The Leafs beat themselves. That's it. Like if you look look at all the bad losses we've had this year, it's not because we got dominated. Usually, usually, usually it's because we decided to do something stupid, get a make a cheeky play, try a backhand in their own fucking zone, and then they get a odd man rush the other way and the pucks in the back of our net. And then everyone wants to go and blame goaltending, but like if you make stupid decisions, the pucks gonna end up in your net. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> Literally. But we haven't even got to the most controversial part of this game, which oh, was yeah, the goal goal in quotation marks because even in like seeing the situation room camera angle released after the game, yeah, that was not conclusively past the line, no, at all. And the only reason why it was called a goal is because the ref said it was a goal on the ice. As fucking if you could see that puck was across the line on the ice. Yeah, that is literally a ref calling a goal based on the player celebrating, which is yeah. just so unbelievably flawed. And, and not, not to mention that he pushed the fucking pad into the net. Like, how do you think that puck got there? Yeah, and I mean, that's why I have no problem with Keith challenging that because... At least, you know, if they're looking at it, maybe they'll see that it never fully crossed the line. And also, you know, the only reason it got close is because his pad was pushed in. Yep. Yep. Things were just not working. Not working. No. So, I mean, you hear that uh, Chris Chelios and Mark Messier fucking went at the refs tonight? No. Yeah. Apparently, they said that that was the worst officiated game they have ever seen. The leave game? Yeah. Oh wow! Where was this on on TV? Or ESPN. On ESPN. Oh, hmm. I might have to go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they they are trending on Twitter right now, Chelios and Messier, over comments about how bad the officiating was in this game. What? Well, I mean, do you know if there was like spe- the the specific instances that they were pissed about? No, I I didn't. Because they neither of them are really active on Twitter, <laughs> so it was mainly just people commenting about their comments. But that that was the the quote was the worst officiated game they've ever seen. So it wasn't on anything specific. But I would imagine that cross check had a lot to do with it, and that goal call would also have a lot to do with it. Well, the even sh- like, the, even the Brody penalty, where like yes, he held him, but if you look at Stamkos's other arm. He's reaching back and holding him too. Like, but I mean, that play happens ten times a game. Literally, like I don't know. I don't know how you make that call in this game. How is and then, and then of course, the makeup calls man. come at the end of the game when it doesn't fucking matter anymore. No, of course, because like it's so funny, so funny to look at the score sheet of penalties because you see two leave penalties in the first, no Tampa penalties. Yeah, I'm sure they were complete angels in the first. And then you see the second start off with lightning, then the worst crossing call I've ever seen. So we got four Leafs penalties to two in the second, and then another two alone 
in the third to kind of counteract the first. But I mean, bottom line is those two in the third, like that one on Sergachev was a bad call. Soft. It it was not. Yeah, absolutely. That was not a slash. And maybe this contributed to Messi and Chelios because like we're diehard Leaf fans and we're here saying that that Sergachev lightning call shouldn't have been a penalty because it shouldn't have. Yeah. I mean, eight penalties. You mean the lightning had twice as many power plays as us. Well, they have four power play goals and you know what? Seven minus four, three. So, and I just, that's what I fucking hate, man. It's like when it comes to playoffs, the refs shouldn't be part of the storyline. If the refs aren't part of the storyline, then it's a, it's a pretty well ref game. But they're always part of the storyline. Always. Always, man. So, does Joseph Wall start game two? No. No. I I think it was the right decision to put him in for the third because Sammy was done. Like, Sammy looked shaky as fuck. He had no confidence left. And what, are you going to leave him in to get shelled even more when you've pretty much already lost the game? Why would you? Yeah. If Murray were healthy, would you put him in the net? Absolutely, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I just got a notification of Samsonov's post-game comments. Oh, he said, like, I sucked. I played, I played like, like shit. shit I'll, I'll play better. <laughs> literally, literally, the quote is, I played like shit today. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't exactly good. No, wasn't. <laughs> like, you didn't play great, but I also wouldn't, I wouldn't blame the game on you either. No, but at a few times, like it, when it comes to playoffs, you need your goalie to make a save, and on, he, like he just didn't have it today. I mean, whenever you let in six goals, you don't have it. Like if as soon as you let in more than four, you don't have it as a goalie. Well, as soon as you let in three in the first period, you don't have it. Well, that's it, right? And you know, maybe that's a message to Keith. And it's like this is a long series. Maybe you throw a ball in to start that second period to really send a message. And have give your team a chance to win the game. That's the one thing that actually really pisses me off about Keith is that he always waits too long to pull the goalie if needed. Always. It's always at the fourth or the fifth goal instead of the second or the third goal when you should be able to tell that they're just not, they're just not, they don't have it tonight. Oh, and that's a tough assessment because they made it 3-2, right? And then it's like we go on these shit-ass shorthanded plays and then we True, but like, goals. But, but, but to what you said, if they had started well in the second period and come out and done that anyways, that's not really impacting the situation. No, but who's to say Wall would do any better? I mean, this was his, his first time ever seeing an NHL playoff action. I don't think it's a matter of him maybe doing better or not. It's a matter of like sending a message to the team of like, that shit is unacceptable. And I think that's the problem is we're too focused on, Oh, like this guy has no experience or whatever, but like sometimes you pull the goalie to send a message and not even necessarily to the goalie, yeah, but to the players. Like we've, we've played, we've been in games where like the goalie gets pulled and it's not at all their fault. And you see that guy coming to the bench and you're like, fuck, I feel really bad. <laughs> we better fucking get our heads our heads together, you know. And that never happens with the Leafs ever, at least not in time. So I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Sometimes I feel like Keith tr- does too much, but then he doesn't do enough. I don't know. It's confusing. 
I mean, coaching in the NHL is a tough job. It's uh, th- and that's like there's no exact recipe to success because let's say he let let's say he pulled Sammy and then Wall got absolutely shelled in the second, and then we say, oh well, he probably should have left Sammy in. Right, so like it all depends. It's all based on circumstance and how. <laughs> but how Sammy you're... got shelled in the second, anyways. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, like, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, but the the narrative would have been different if it was Wall who got shelled in the second, because they, then they would be blaming Keith for, you know, oh, he put in a rookie goaltender who got shelled against this experienced Lightning team, and it's like you can't win. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. But I think all all the Leafs need to do from this is get pissed off. Like and I think that the the only person who I saw who was really like passionate and trying to get guys going was Ryan O'Reilly. It's true. Like and fuck am I glad he's on that bench because you know who he is? He is a better version of Spezza from last year. As far as passion. Oh, in the God. playoffs. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, like Ryan O'Reilly's so much better than James. Well, yeah, that's why I said a better version. But I meant as far as like the role he's playing on the team, as far as a guy who's passionate about winning and actually gives a fuck and shows that he gives a fuck. Ryan O'Reilly's that guy. And Spezza had that attribute, but he obviously was at the end of his career, wasn't quite there. But O'Reilly's here in his prime. You know who, like, I expected to have a decent amount of give a shit meter and didn't have it at all? Mr. Lafferty. Yeah, he was honestly bad. Like, just fucking invisible. Like, you could have not played and I would not have noticed. Like, just invisible. Like, you're supposed to be a speedy crash and bang, and I swear you didn't throw a hit the whole game. Yeah, he did fuck all. And honestly, maybe he's who comes out for Nyes because I would I would bet money that Nyes is coming in for game two. I mean, I don't know how you don't put him in at this point. Maybe. Yeah, what? Like, you what do you have to lose? Literally, you just played the worst playoff game ever. And you just... So why would you not put in this young kid who's eager to prove himself? And itching to get has something has Has something to play for. Yeah, I don't know. I also worry that like Keith is going to wait to do that until Game Three, because he's like he's played in the Lightning Arena before. But like, I don't know. Oh, man. Well, buds or duds of this game? Yeah. Who's your dud? Because I think you got a lot to pick from. <laughs> yeah, the it's, it's a wide margin. Probably Zach Aston Reese. He opened the floodgates, man. Yeah, he's the he was the first domino, which is sad because he went from my bud to your dead. Yeah, in one game. Yeah. How about you? It's got to be Michael Bunting. I mean, you you completely undid the good thing you did by drawing the penalty immediately before your ejection. But when you get ejected for something that has nothing to do with the punk against a guy who is just kind of there, and it's not even one of their stars, it's Chernak. He is one of their better defensemen. He is, but I'd get it more if you were doing that to Kucherov or 
point. I mean, I'd say Hedman, but he was already hurt. Which is almost more ridiculous. Two of their top four defensemen were gone, and we still got our fucking shit pumped. Yeah. Because, well, we're we're talking about the same thing we talked about last year. It's the give-a-fuck meter, and I, I'm in disbelief that it's still not there. Like, are you not embarrassed? I'd be. be fucking embarrassed. I I am embarrassed. Like the fact that you guys got eliminated by this team last year, like this is not very long ago, this exact same fucking team, you got eliminated by them, you got embarrassed by them, and then you let this type of game happen as your first game against them in the rematch. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. All right, well, who's your bud? Ooh, not a whole lot to pick from, but I've got like three on my mind. That's it. (laughs) And I feel like your bud's probably going to be one of them. I'm going to go Ryan O'Reilly, man. Fair enough. The guy gives a shit. You know, he gets the first goal for the Leafs in the playoffs, which I think is huge, Mm -hmm. especially with the way things were going. Like, you needed something to get it going. And, you know, great pass from Tavares and great feed from Marner. But, I mean, like, this is a power play. That was a tic-tac-toe, like, set play. But, you know, it's gritty work from O'Reilly in front of the net to get open for that. Yeah, after getting cross-checked from behind, gets back up, gets He's open. He's taking abuse in front. Yeah. But also, like, how fired up he got when Nylander scored. And he, he gave up his spot on the first power play for Nylander to go and score that goal. And I'm like, that's a fucking teammate right there, man. Such a fucking beauty. Such a fucking beauty, man. Yeah, and the, the Leafs can learn a lot from that guy. So I'm so happy he's part of the Leafs. So he's my bud of game one. Well, my bud came over in the same trade. And it's Noel Achari. Because speaking of the give-a-fuck meter... He's the only guy on the entire team whose give-a-fuck meter was there 100% of the time. He threw some good hits. Really good forecheck. Great forecheck. I almost wish he was on the fourth line so he was with other crash and bangers. Because part of the problem is that he's on a line with a couple of softies who don't do shit. <laughs> you know? So, so he's in there battling alone. Literally, like, what's Kerfoot fucking doing? Nothing. <laughs> Although, I, I will say, Kerfoot had a decent game. Like, he actually he he threw his body he threw his body around a little bit. And, you know, it's not a whole lot of weight to throw around. But he threw it around. But, yeah, I would say Achari. Because just for, just for some great hits, then, yeah, good penalty killing. And honorable mention to Willie Styles for a, just an unbelievable snipe. Great patience. But, I mean, it's nothing new. Like, William Nylander has always been our fucking playoff performer. It's true. Now let's fucking go and win something. And and you know what? He was asked asked by Jonas Siegel if he was proud of having a career year. And he's like, I'll be proud when we fucking win. That was verbatim his response. And I'm like, fuck fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah, Willie. That's that's the mentality you gotta have. Well, unfortunately, a shitty game one. But we can just hope for the best in game two. No, Leafs are going to win game two. I I'm I will put 
a thousand dollars down on it for betting with you. the buds. I don't is believe that a cha- Is that a challenge? It is because I don't believe you'd put a thousand dollars on the Maple Leafs to win that. No, you're probably right. That's <laughs> <laughs> I, I got too many bills for that. Yeah, it's like maybe ten bucks. Maybe I don't know what a thousand bucks. <laughs> maybe a hundred. Let's meet it. You know, it's still a good bet, but you know, uh, but yeah. I mean, if the Leafs go down 0-2, honestly, I think they're getting swept. They get swept. You realize, like, they're cleaning house. Like, everybody's getting fired. If they lose, that's happening anyways. You really think Dubas is gone? I don't even know what to believe anymore. I mean, this is your team. You won all in. And if they can't fucking get it done, what else are you going to do? What else can you do? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know, but let's just hope for the best in game two and... And just keep saying, go Leafs, go.